Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Now, I, I'm actually, I got to be honest, I'm shocked that uh, Lucky allowed this to go on for as long as it did in his home, especially with the amount of money that Adrian, his wife, ended up spending at the vet's. Because if you know Lucky at all, he's tight with the... It takes him quite a bit to get him to open the wallet. Definitely he's so. tight with that. There's a lot of cobwebs in that bag. Right. So the fact that you went weeks and thousands of dollars before you admitted what you'd been doing... What? It's, it's shocking. What are you talking about? The, the letter that the woman, uh, Adrian, put on Reddit. It's an anonymous letter. <laughs> I, I, I have to tell the truth. <laughs> We, we got to be true about this stuff. Uh, too many people accuse us of uh, fake news. Right. I, I, oh, we right. got to gotta be honest. Um, so this woman writes on Reddit that her, her dog kept passing gas. <laughs> and that the smell was so bad, she was worried it might have a medical issue. And, you know, it's funny with dogs because they have no shame. Right. You know, they can sit on your lap with their butt right at your face. They fart. It's always quiet, especially mm. little ones, mm. and then just stinks. And sometimes for a second, if you're on the couch with your sibling, both of you are looking at each other with the accusing eyes. Was the, that you? <laughs> the size of the animal is not proportionate mm. to the strength of the smell. Oh, it's brutal. It, it is crazy. And, you know, for, for many dogs, uh, especially if they're on a healthier diet... The food is usually just hard, dry pellets. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't, th- you'd think more of a stink would occur if it was in kind of some soupy mess. Right, yeah, but when you look at the ingredients of those mm. pellets, you, know, you can understand why. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, my dog's like, what, 10 pounds? He could clear a, he could clear a stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they really, they get ripe. Anyhow, so she compared it, of course, to rotten eggs, which is one of the worst uh, right. gas smells. Um, and she told the vet. So they did a whole bunch of tests, and you know, vets get expensive. They ran them through a whole litany of things. Couldn't find anything. The the tests all came back clean. Uh, they changed the dog's diet. Like, I just feel so bad for the dog. He, mm. His life, great. <laughs> Healthy, eating well, everything's good. <laughs> Five weeks go by. Five weeks and several thousand dollars. Like, just think about this. Five weeks. And your wife is uh, humming and hawing about the dog. What's wrong with the dog? I'm so worried about the dog. What are we to do? The dog stinks. There's got to be a problem. She's now laid out thousands of dollars. Her husband says nothing. (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) Then he finally admits it's not the dog. It's him. (laughs) Like, how could he not have come clean sooner? (laughs) Well, by the sounds of it, nothing about it was clean. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it turns out now that her, her, the husband had to go to the doctor and he has to change his diet. The dog's like, see, you like it? See how it feels? I bet you 10 to 1, too, he's turning this around on her. Mm. If he didn't use so much cabbage, <laughs> this wouldn't be a problem. That farty soup. <laughs> oh, she was so angry, and rightfully so, she kicked him out of the house for the night. Wow. Him and the dog. <laughs> Left in the doghouse. Uh, she told him he has to pay half of the vet bills. The dog is hers, apparently. Oh. So she was paying up front. But most people think <laughs> he should pay the whole damn thing. That is a bold play. Like, yeah. to, to, to not admit that and to, to not even smirk as right. she's complaining about $1,000 of vet bills right. because of the stink from the dog. I mean, you know your brand.
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when she walks into the room and says, does something die in here? You know if it came from you. <laughs> well, and you know, who knows? Like, she might have thought, well, I'm going to have to put the dog down. Like, did he right. finally say, oh, whoa, 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 before we kill the dog. <laughs> That dog is going to eat him in his sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the amount of poking and prodding, it's been through <laughs> all because of him. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dog's probably been getting up, walking around, going, dude, you stink. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dog won't go near him. And you know, too, dogs, uh, sometimes they're smart. Like, you get them in the car, and they just know they're going to the vet. Oh, they, yeah. Especially, it's like they the can anxiety. see the road. Yeah. And he's just a poor thing. Now, he's got to go to the vet for a sedative. <laughs> so wound up. I'll say it right now. No, I have not watched Ozark yet. Oh, good. Okay. Neither have I. Family and friends. We got some listeners already texting in because I know people who have already burnt through it over the weekend and want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm hearing some mixed reviews. I've asked, you know, again, I'm one who, if somebody said to me and nobody has, but if somebody said, you're not going to believe what happens to Marty, I'd be fine with that. I don't care. I least the excitement. I know some people hate that. But I like it. Then I'm waiting to see what happens to Marty. But uh, no, I have not. I'm still trying to get through Barry because Barry is brilliant. It's on HBO. Bill Hader, he's so good in it. The whole cast is amazing. It's very much a, a dark comedy. But it's great. And uh, it's only like eight to ten episodes, half hour each. So I'm banging through them. And they just started season three. That's why I went back to watch one and two because I had forgotten it got shut down yeah. with COVID. <laughs> you go back and watch. Right from the beginning. Everything, right? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, because there's so many little moments that even if you watch the last episode, there's still things that you, when you get going with the new stuff, you're like, well, why is that guy not there anymore? Mm. Or anyhow, I will get to it. I'm right. hoping this week. Yes. Yes. And it's too early to be given spoilers. I mean. Oh, yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know that you could speak of the first round quite yet. Because some people would have saved, like my son, my youngest. Oh, the first he, round of, of the season. Yeah, gotcha. he saved them so he could watch it all in one lump. Oh, okay. So he had just started last night. So, yeah. Sorry. I know. I want to talk about it. But we just can't. I have, I, I, I still believe, I, I already, I'm going to be shocked if it doesn't end the way I think it's going to end. Hmm. Okay. That's it. That's all yeah. I have to say. It, it, I mean, it's just, the, the show has been so crazy all along. And you, you find this of any series, is that when it, when it has a finale and a series finale, there are people who are always upset that it didn't end the way they expected or, or the way they wanted it to end. Yeah. You know, whether or not it was, it was a massive dramatic ending or, you know, a climactic ending. You know, Seinfeld's a perfect example where people are just disappointed. Yeah. Right? I think more, more people are just disappointed that it's ending when it comes to Ozark than really how it ends. It's funny. I was reading on the weekend because Scrubs is talking about doing a reboot. And there seems to be a lot of that going on. Frasier's coming back. That 70s show is now going to be that 90s show. And we'll talk about that a little later. Later on, seems like all the cast, almost all of the original cast, there's one guy who could be going to prison for uh, supposedly rape. But we'll... Uh, but the rest of the cast seems to want to come back. Anyhow, uh, Scrubs was unique and different in that everybody loved how season eight, the finale was, and everybody would have been fine with it. And then season nine came back for some reason, and it was horrible. Mm. So, yeah, a lot of times you just can't satisfy everybody. Of no. Course, right? What are you going to do? But we will get to it. We will, uh, we will watch Ozark and the Birds. 
I actually saw on Twitter, Jason Bateman put out this uh, statement saying, you know, thanks to everybody. Had a great run. Was so much fun. Hope you really love the final uh, season. So I rarely ever do this. But I hit uh, respond. And I wrote something like, uh, you know, loved everything about it. And then I wrote the quote that I love so much about the, his head hitting the pavement. I said, I, I use that line every time I talk to somebody about the show. Now back to Smartless. And I spent all weekend going to my Twitter waiting for Jason to get back to me. Oh, and he didn't. No, he didn't. Go figure. Yeah, so I hope Marty Bird dies. <laughs> I don't know who comes up with all these different days, but some of them are ridiculous. And every day is a different day. A lot of them we don't even bother with. But I thought this was interesting. It's a brother and sister day or sibling day. And... I thought it was interesting when a bunch of people were asked, uh, what would they rather be? What's the best, the oldest, the youngest, the middle, or an only child? And uh, you've got two of them in here, Lucky being an only child, me being the oldest. And I always thought, because I saw in my sister, I always have thought my entire life, being the younger one is definitely better. Mm. Because... I think older siblings always see that, though, right? Yeah, because they see their younger siblings getting away with murder and things they never got away with. <laughs> uh-huh. Because the first is always the kid the parents are really into. Right. Because it's the first. Yes. By the time you get down to second, third, fourth, eh, it's just Billy. He's mm. three. He can figure it out on his own. Right. Well, but in some senses, in some cases, uh, the first sets the bar for the second, mm. right? Which can make things either very easy for them mm-hmm. um, if the first was a tough one mm-hmm. or very hard if the first was so good that the second has to or, or, or youngest has to live up to those expectations as well. Did you spend a lot of your life as an only child wishing you had a sibling or is, has that changed as the years have gone by? Um, I think it's gone back and forth. I, I think early on, I wished I had a, a sibling or a playmate, mm-hmm. uh, someone else. Uh, then I kind of appreciated not having it. And there were, there were times like, you know, like early on, I think get into development years through, you know, 10 to, to like 15, we're like, oh man, I wish I had a sibling uh, that, that was older than me who's gone through some of this right. before who could kind of help me out. Although all of my friends who had siblings that were a little older than them never got any help from those siblings. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but they had seen a little more of the world mm-hmm. through their siblings' eyes through that stretch, and I didn't have that. Um, you know, there are points I, I didn't quite miss it. Obviously, you know, you know, I was spoiled at times because I was the only sure. child and get involved in family vacations because they felt guilty they couldn't leave me home alone sometimes. Right, right, right. right. Um, and as I get later in life, I, I, I realize, you know, as an only child that, you know, when when things inevitably change that I'm alone in the world, right? right. And that there's there's no one else there, I, 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 you know, I don't know if jealous is the word of it, but I, I do envy some people mm. who have you know close relationships with siblings and can, and and I found as well growing up that I, I really didn't understand when siblings didn't, don't get along, right. and I see them now too. Some some siblings in older years where they don't talk to each other at all. No, like completely distanced yep. and it couldn't be easier to talk to each other than it is in, in this day and age whether even a, a text or whatever it doesn't have to be full-blown conversations or getting together every weekend but you see siblings that just cannot get along and, and it i find it 
like just amazing somehow. Well, I can speak from truth on that because when my sister passed and I now like you, although I had a sibling, she's gone, but we hadn't been speaking for months. Mm. We were in a big family feud. And uh, many people say uh, it's because we're totally different than our siblings. Many have next to nothing in common. I can see it in my boys. They're better now as they've aged and become young men. But they couldn't stand each other when they were younger. And that's, that's there's there's uh, jealousy and there's uh, all sorts of reasons why there, that goes on. There is a sibling rivalry. I see it in my boys mm-hmm. and, I, and, and I see it in, in my friends who have siblings. There's a sibling rivalry and there's a sibling, uh, you know, they're adversaries for attention right. uh, from the parents. And they always feel that the other one is getting an upper hand right. uh, in it. They very rarely do they see, well, I had it easy. My, my sibling didn't. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I will say this now that, of course, it is as you get older and your parents get older, it is tougher, more on your shoulders. But now you don't got to split. No bling with nobody. <laughs> it's all yours, Valley. <laughs> Look who's on the line. Just in time. Ted Reader. Good morning, Ted, for Helinda's Meats. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Morning, Ted. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad for... Uh... For whatever day it is, yeah, someday. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's working hard. He's got you know this. He's got oh yeah, a couple of grills to uh, to manage, mm-hmm. and now YouTube superstar Ted yeah, Reader no, as well. Just having some fun. Just having some fun. Really, we're trying to get the restaurant open right. in the next two weeks. That uh, that's the biggest priority, and uh, hopefully this week the construction will all finish up, and we'll be rocking and rolling, uh, getting things moving and get back open very soon very so nice stay tuned for that well you know not only is ted on uh on your youtube but i follow him on OnlyFans as well where he does naked <laughs> naked grilling and you're making a fortune on the OnlyFans, right ted oh, just raking it in <laughs> i tell you i've never been more exposed <laughs> well speaking of short things let's um <laughs> Ted sends me a text last night, and he says, hey, you want to talk red wine, short ribs? And I said, you had me at red wine. Giddy up. Let's do some ribs on the grill. And Lucky did the same thing on the weekend, so let's compare I, notes. I did back ribs. You're talking these these Maui-style short ribs. And I've always kind of known them as Korean uh, barbecue ribs, but I think that's probably just uh, the uh, the marinade that, that's used. Ted, am I wrong? That's it. No, you're not wrong. And it, it is. It's that Korean-style short rib or Maui or Miami There's a, or Vancouver. There's lots of different ways to call the rib, but it's a thin-cut uh, short rib, cross-cut through the four bones. And you want them to be no more than uh, half an inch thick at the most, you know, nice and thin. Um, hot and fast, really, on the grill. And I do this little red wine marinade. And, and you can go to my YouTube channel, Ted Reader, Godfather of the Grill, and uh, you can see the recipe there. It's kind of fun. And we're playing in the backyard. <clears throat> and we were cooking on a La Piazza, uh, Santa Maria-style open grill. But you can do this easily on a gas grill, on a pellet smoker, on a on a Kamado, anything really you want to do. So um, the marinade is red wine, a little bit of olive oil, lots of garlic. You always need lots of garlic. A little trick that I like to put in there is uh, a bit of horseradish. Mm. Like All right, then you can yeah. use any kind of fresh herbs you want, a little rosemary, some thyme, some oregano, whatever you feel like putting into there. All right, mix it all up, a little bit of Dijon mustard if you so desire, and then marinate those ribs overnight in the red wine marinade. And mm. then onto the grill, 
hot and fast. Season them up with a little bit of salt and pepper, or you can use some steak spice if you like. And that's it. Doesn't take long till they're nice and crispy on both sides, and uh, they fall off the bone and they're tender and easy. You know, to do. Ted, you mentioned the horseradish, which I love, and Dijon mustard, which I love. But what is it about Dijon and horseradish that when you get a big gulp of it, much like a wasabi, it goes right into your nose? Well, it's the type of the horseradish that you're using. Right. And uh, the horseradish sometimes gives a nice big punch, right? Mm. And some are mild, some are hot. Um, I think my favorite horseradish, I pick it up at Helenda's, and it's uh, Harry's Extra Hot Horseradish. And... Uh, that stuff will uh, clean out the back of your head pretty quick. Oh, oh, oh yeah. So. Now, Lucky, you did your ribs. What did you do? What's your trick well, on my, ribs? Mine were different. They were back ribs. Okay. So I, and instead, I went with the smoker first uh, and right. then uh, kind of ran out of time. So fin- finished them by saucing them and putting them onto the barbecue. All right. Uh, just for a, a little bit longer, another half hour or so. But, and, you know, they, they worked out perfectly, but nice. got the good smoke on them. But I love... These like you know Korean style mm-hmm. uh, beef ribs, and there's a, a great marinade called Mamacita, which I think is actually uh, maybe a Filipino uh, seasoning, and you know throw them on there, and it's absolutely incredible. But Ted, the problem I find with these sometimes is that you know they're too small or they're not thick enough to put a like a probe in or, or, or tester. You really have to just throw them on for like a minute aside, right, and then, then they're done. No, you can go a little bit longer than that. Yeah. Actually, it's nice when the when the fat caramelizes oh, and gets right. a little bit crispy all around the edges. So you don't want to eat those ribs at, at too of, too much of a rare level because then they're still a little bit tough and they don't peel mm. away from the bone. So you want to cook it a little bit longer. <clears throat> Excuse me, and uh, and and that's that's the simplicity of it. You don't close your lid if you're doing a gas grill. Right, stay there and watch it right. and let them cook. And then you can put them to the side and close the lid just for a few minutes, indirect, and let them finish cooking all the way through. It's nice and easy. And, and you do have a good th- thickness of fat in them, too, so you got to watch out for the flare-ups. That's it. And so, you know, you can start things off on high and turn it down. But once you put food on your grill, never leave your grill. Mm. Never leave your smoker. Hang out. Make sure that what you're, what, what's cooking is cooking nice and easy. And uh, no peeking if you're going to smoke something. Right, that makes perfect sense. And plus, that's a great rule about standing by the grill, because then you just send your kids to keep getting you beers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a third beer or wine. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy can't leave the grill. Somebody's got to get him a beer. All right. <laughs> Ted, if people want to talk ribs or grilling or the joint, which is going to be opening soon, we can smell it already. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, you're going to find me at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader Barbecue, the joint. This would have been a terrible job. I I couldn't imagine. Until the 1960s, pimentos were stuffed into olives by hand. What? What kind of shaky? Could you imagine holding that little (laughs) olive? You got one eye closed, trying to, especially if the vision's going, you're pulling it back to try to get that little red pimento in there. Right. Pimento is a strange thing. Like, you can buy just straight-up pimento. Right. What is a pimento? What is it? I don't know. Hmm. Now they're inserted by a special machine made in Spain, which also removes pits. Does it oh, both? Oh, okay. I guess there was somebody on that end of the gig, too. Yeah. Removing the pit. I think I'd rather remove the pit than put in the pimento. <laughs> Looking for a promotion, boss. Want to move to pits? <laughs> From pimento to pits. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, if you microwave Pop-Tarts instead of putting them in the toaster, Kellogg's official instructions say to microwave them exactly for three seconds. That's it. That's all. Then cool briefly before handling. If not, it'll come out as a lava mess. Oh, yeah. You'll end up doing the pizza burn. In right. your mouth. <laughs> oh, God, I haven't had a Pop-Tart in decades. When the boys were little, always a quick little snack. Yeah, uh, they have um, they have them in like a granola bar form now. Oh, like really? Pop tarts bar. Oh, those are pretty tasty. Get one of those. The correct way to eat caviar is by putting it on the back of your hand between your index finger and thumb. You're not supposed to use a spoon, so I All guess right. you just eat it between your two fingers. Lick I it guess. up. I guess. I don't know that I've ever had it. Uh, just uh, I think on a cracker. But, um, yeah, I don't think I've had it. It's it's fish eggs, right? Right. Isn't that what caviar is? Well, at least we know that. Still can't figure out the damn pimento. <laughs> right. Yes. There's an insect called an apid. Apids? And they're a type of insect that reproduce very, very quickly. Because when one gives birth, most of the babies are born already pregnant. Whoa. Yeah, they, well, they know survival. They, right. Let's just keep this going. Yeah. The word taxi from, comes from taxi meter. The meter in every cab that calculates fares based on the distance you travel. Really? So that machine is called a taxi meter. And the car just got shortened to taxi. The Prime Minister of Singapore is the uh, highest paid world leader at about $1.6 million a year. Oh, Followed by Hong Kong, Australia, and then Switzerland. I wonder where Trudeau fits in that. Many people say, whatever you pay him, we're paying him too much. <laughs> I think a lot of people on Parliament Hill were saying exactly that on the yeah. weekend. But they, yeah. I think down on the lower end of the scale, too. Same with the U.S. president. Yeah, makes about 400 grand. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing about being the U.S. president is after. That's your payday. Right. You know, yeah. you do your four or eight years, and then you write a book. <laughs> you know, you go on speaking tours where you charge like 500 grand to show up. I, I think the pension's pretty good, too. Yeah. Well, it's not it like you're going to leave there and then move back into a cardboard box. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Fallon was originally a computer science major at the College of St. Rose in Albany, New York, but switched to communications when it got too hard. <laughs> well, I'm not shocked. <laughs> I'm not shocked with old Jimmy. About 59,000 people around the world still die from rabies every year. Right. Very few in North America. You know why? A vaccine. (laughs) Go figure. Yeah, I know. Shocking. Uh, And Christopher Walken and Jeff Goldblum have been in four movies together, but never on screen at the same time. Huh. And they never met. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Until recently, they randomly stopped next to each other at the same red light in L.A. (laughs) (laughs) So they pulled over and had a gap. How are you? Yeah. Well, that's like uh, the great story about uh, Heat. It was the first time that Al Pacino and De Niro, they had been in Godfather 2, but of course not together because uh, De Niro played a young Vito Corleone, and then it kept going back and forth in time. Mm Mm-hmm. So when they did Heat, it was the first time they worked together. But even that very famous scene in the restaurant where they're sitting at the diner and they're supposedly that because it's all shot over shoulder. They weren't even at the same table for really? that. Yeah. 
Not until the very end when they have the, the fight at the airport by the runway or whatever it is. I think that's how it ends, isn't it? I think De Niro gets shot. Doesn't Chino kill him, I think? Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler on heat. <laughs> now, speaking of spoilers, we were talking about Ar- uh, Ozark earlier, and then somebody reached out to us because Howie Mandel's got a new game show. Yes. He's wondering if we can talk about game shows. I don't know. What's the rule in regards to spoiling game shows? Like, for example, with Jeopardy. If we knew that um, Matea Roach had won again last night, right. but someone hadn't seen it, are we going to upset them if we said she won again? And I know she didn't play last night because right. it was Sunday. But if she did, are we supposed to shut up about that? Well, I don't know. You've been saying it all along, so yeah, nobody's complaining. You know, most people just say spoiler alert if that if that's coming up. I mean, it, it's been a story. Now it's a Canadian news story, basically every day that mm-hmm. she, you know her, her streak continues on. She's up to like twenty in a row. Like with the uh, Leafs tonight. Are we allowed to give the score in the morning? <laughs> oh, and lucky if you'd like to get it off your chest now about people who spend the whole game pretending they're doing play-by-play oh, on God. social media. Yes. Can you beg people? You, go ahead. Right. Put out your wish. <laughs> it is amazing, you know, how people will just sit at home <laughs> and and head straight to social media at every goal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so feel, excited, just I feel, yeah, I get it. And, and maybe because they're home alone, they have no one to update <laughs> and let them know. Yeah. You know, so they got to go to socials to update and say, hey, you know, like if it's an unbelievable goal, mm-hmm. by all means, like, wow, what a goal. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Right? The Generals game last night had a crazy finish. They tied it with 1.5 seconds left. People are going, amazing. Yeah. What a finish. I get it. That's cool, right? But if you if it's one nothing midway through the first and you feel the need to update people on social media with that, just go back to watching the game. I feel bad like for somebody say working in a like a, a restaurant or maybe a gas station and they're working till like midnight and they're recording the game at home and they just want to get off their shift, get home and watch it. You know, from the beginning. Right, yeah. And you're saying, oh, Leafs are up 2 nothing." Yeah. Well, listen, I got a buddy who's like that. He's like, hey, I'm recording it. Don't tell me what's happening. Mm. I don't know. It's part of, you know, it's part of the culture. It's what we do. Mm-hmm. Right. There are 24-hour news and sports cycles dedicated mm-hmm. to this kind of stuff. You can do your best to avoid it. You know, and I get it. If you really don't want to be spoiled, then he's avoiding all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So for you to just blurt out, hey, did you see the Leafs won last night? I mean, I guess, look, I, it. That night, okay, again, somebody could be working, want to watch it when they get home. But if you're getting up at 7 o'clock the next morning and you're still frustrated because we're talking about it the next morning, right. you missed the boat. Right. Sorry. <laughs> we got to, you know. We're, and, and, and I think the difference being it's a live event yeah. for that, right? Like if we were to go on today and spoil the end of Ozark for mm-hmm. people, I, I think that's offside, definitely. Yeah. You know, spoiling a game show. I, I I don't know because it's it's one of those things where it happens in the moment, right? Right, and when it's done, it's 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 done. Yeah, the spoiler thing really everybody because social media has gotten so uh, sensitive to it. Like I remember being on the air when Survivor was a big deal on television for a while, and it was must see TV. And that's all midday announcers did for their shift the next day was recap Survivor right. from the yes. night before. <laughs> and I don't remember anybody ever complaining and saying, don't ruin it for me. It's just now because we can record everything and save everything. Yeah, well, I mean, one thing that, that we watch with the kids is The Masked Singer, right. right? They like that show, and so we'll watch it. But, you know, 
invariably I'll probably see a spoiler about it before because we don't watch it immediately. We watch right. it usually the next day or a couple days later if we have hockey, whatever it be. Uh, and it's hard to avoid Right, because you'll just find it. Someone pops it up on social media somewhere, right? Especially if it's a big reveal. It was shocking when Rudy Giuliani. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did I ruin it for you? I already saw that one, thankfully. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.